Wool farming is a timeless industry, and it's time for a technological evolution. How do we modernize wool farming for better, more sustainable yields? What are the current methods farmers rely on to determine wool micron? And what's the actual payoff for knowing this data? With me today on the show is Danielle Morton, CEO and founder of Zondi. And in this episode, we delve into the existing challenges in wool farming and how technology aims to solve them, the critical role of real-time data in making informed breeding decisions, and how Zondi's solutions are being received by the farming community from handheld devices to smartphone options. Collaboration starts with the conversation team, AgTech. Let's make it happen. Welcome to Talking AgTech, a podcast to learn more about technology in agriculture. Come explore this important sector with me, Peter Birch, as I speak to those that are in the thick of it to help break down the silos and drive more innovation into this important sector, one conversation at a time. With me today on the show is Danielle Morton, CEO and founder of Zondi, who are making technology to provide instant micron testing on farm using AI and smartphone technology, helping farmers quickly determine wool quality, which can significantly impact culling decisions, profitability, and livelihood of wool growers. Hey, Danielle, how are you going? I'm great, Peter. Thank you. Great to have you on the show. Look, I know it's only an audio podcast, but it looks like chilly Armadale for some reason. You're wearing a jacket while I'm sweltering away in uh, in this unseasonable 35 degree uh, Sydney springtime on this side. But uh, it's great to have you on the show. And uh, I would love to firstly know a little bit more about you and what you do, please. Great. Thank you. So I have come into the world of Zondi um, from something that's quite interesting because it connects between health tech and ag tech, which I know nice. you're very interested in. And so we have two children who were born with gut health issues and in looking to heal them, we discovered so many positive benefits to food as medicine. And so as a result, my first iteration of Zondi was actually connecting farmers of healthy produce with families like ours. And the farmers were asking us to authenticate the produce. I was one person. So I went looking for tech solutions to do that. Mm. When you say authenticate the, the solutions, tell me a little bit more about what that would look like in the ideal world. Yeah. So just imagine the future where you can pull out your smartphone and look at three different apples and tell using your smartphone, which one's organic and why that organic apple is better for your body and why you should spend extra money on that or why a different apple at a lower price might be where you want to spend your money today, but it gives you more information about why that apple has the nutrients, has it been frozen, has it been harvested in the last 14 days when it's got the most nutrients, all of those types of things that help you as a body absorb as many nutrients as you can to grow and excel. Yeah. Well, I want to get into the the other stuff that Zondi do in a bit, but just on that, like I think about, I, I go to any grocery store and I, and, and apples are there and, and I have no concept of how long those, those apples have been there, but the, like they sure do look shiny. And I've seen stories where some might've been there for quite a while. And I've seen plenty of, of apps and solutions that can scan barcodes and tell you macro, like macros of people. Cause that's been like a, you know, a lot of people have, have contributed to an app over years. I'd just love to learn a little bit more about how you picture it working in the produce side. Yeah, so what's really exciting about this technology is it's actually looking at the produce. So depending on how that produce was grown, we actually have the ability to analyse the surface of the produce. So where a barcode may or may not have 
you know, the correct information linked with it, or there is a real huge amount of work to actually create that database. Mm. Wonderful solutions, amazing, and it would be where we would integrate with, but we're just one extra step where you could actually scan the surface of the produce and actually find out real-time information about that produce that then impacts you as the consumer eating it. So think of like a muesli bar. There's, you know, a square centimetre of advertising space to talk about how good that muesli bar is, what does it do for you, what are the nutrients, what's its heart start rating. Mm. If you pick up an apple, it has no advertising space on it. And so it's basically, you know, leveraging that and bringing it up so that consumers can learn more about fresh produce, why it's good for you. And then within the fresh produce industry, what's the produce that could actually impact their health even more? Yeah. And is that so, so essentially taking a picture of a piece of produce and, and is it using AI? Is that is that how it does it then? It goes even further. So it's actually nothing that the human eye can see. It gets into the spectral range. And so it's patented technology that actually opens up information. So we talk about it as enhancing human senses. So it kind of gives us that ability to enhance human senses when looking at produce or in the case of wool, which is our another application, it's enhancing human senses in terms of their what someone can touch and feel or what they can see with the wool, we can also enhance that, I guess, vision. Yeah. Well, nice segue then to move to, you know, something very deep in the agriculture and ag tech space, which is that you mentioned the wool micron. Tell me a little bit more about what you're doing there. Yeah. So farmers, this has come direct from farmers, which is really exciting. It's something they needed, they wanted, they asked us to solve for them. And so using the same spectral technology, Uh, We've created a more robust handheld device because on farm, smartphones get thrown around and (laughs) whereas a handheld device, if a sheep kicks it out of your hand, then it's okay. Uh, Lots of dust, lots of wool. I need one of them Uh, for my children, by the way, can I just say, but that's a side note. I'll have to write that one down for another time. Anyway, sorry. Sorry to interrupt. (laughs) That's okay. So yeah, so um, a device that enables farmers to know real time what the micron is. And like you said in the intro, it's incredible information that enables them to decide what sheeps are most productive. It creates sustainability on their farm. It's creating more ability for these wool farms to um, succeed and therefore create sustainable clothing for us as a global planet. So it's it's an amazing, I guess, ecosystem to work in and the farmers are just so welcoming. Yeah. Well, that sounds fascinating. And, and I love that that's come straight from the farmer's I want to understand that problem a little bit more though, particularly not being deep in the ag space myself. I'd love to really know why that was kind of top of the list for them and maybe trying to understand a little bit more like without that technology, what farmers would be doing to solve that particular problem. Yeah. So I think the reason for such a market that needs it is that um, currently they are either snipping wool off and sending it away in the post. And so what that means is that It's labour over a number of days to get all those samples, put them into envelopes, mark them, send them off, wait three days to three weeks for the results. Then you have to go back and match them with those individual sheep and make a decision. So there's that aspect. So that's one way. Another way is visual. So eyes and fingers. And yes, that's amazing. There are some incredibly skilled people who can do that. There are other people out there that we're working with who aren't as skilled and would like some help with that technology. And then there is technology out there. It's it's amazing technology considering it was developed over 25 years ago, but there's only, you know, a handful of those for 26,000 farmers. 
So only a small select um, amount of farmers actually get the opportunity to bring that technology on farm to use during breeding decisions or to use when they are doing wool plassing. Yeah, yeah, I get that. That would be remarkably more efficient. And I I would think, because going from my experience in, in other industries like healthcare, if you're, the more people you're getting involved and if you're physically sending stuff, I guess you're more prone to error and stuff falling through the cracks and things, samples getting lost and people punching data into the wrong bits, I guess. Is that kind of similar in this space as well? You bring me back to one of the farmers we worked on last year and she's like, you kept transposing this number wrong. I had to go back and correct it afterwards. So I'm, you know, there were four of us there and we made so many mistakes because you've got, you know, sheep that you're trying to navigate, you've got people that you're trying to navigate and you've got unskilled labour coming on. So anything that we can do to help the farmers, they work such long hours, they work really hard. And they really care about the sheep and the wool. If we can help their profitability, then yeah, it's fantastic Mm. for everyone. Yeah, I definitely see that in terms of being able to do that more efficiently. That makes a lot of sense. I think about then whether it's, you know, uh, different skilled workforce and, and busy farmers that are trying to do this. I imagine one element for you would be to make sure that you're creating something that's not a burden or an extra step for them to do. So if anything, you'd want it actually to be easy, an easier process. Like they, they can't be standing there hovering over a device for half the day. They need to be quicking in. Is that, am I kind of on the right path? Absolutely. Which is why we've segued into that handheld device. So for usability, it really needs to be robust, quick, and it can just sit on their, their belt, pull it up, do a test, put it back on their belt and get on with their day. They've got their hands free. Um, so yeah, you're spot on. Yeah, excellent. And we also talked about some of the benefit in the the data that's taken from, say, these samples if done in the traditional way. But is there benefit in having this information in real time? Yeah. So when you get to actually sale of wool, the difference in micron um, groupings essentially can actually influence how much money they make at wool harvest. Now, bear in mind, they've grown this wool with the sheep all year round. So they've worked hard to feed them, look after their sheep. They have one chance to make revenue before those sheep go back out into the paddock and start the whole process again. So the more information we can give them at that stage, the more help we can give wool classes, anything that we can do to help them get that grouping the best it possibly can be for sale could mean the difference between one bale being worth a couple of thousand dollars to one bale being worth $10,000. You know, there could be such a big difference depending on the micron. Wow. And surely we're talking about a quite a specific use case, an important one, but a specific one around wool micron. Does, does it, is there application for this outside of wool? I was just on a phone call yesterday with a lady who has Angora goats. Right. <laughs> so that would be in the mohair space. We already have people on our wait list. So what's really exciting is we actually have over 2 million sheep on our wait list. So we count sheep, not people. That's cool. And... <laughs> And we have sheep, but we've also attracted goats. Um, And yeah, so it's not just in the space of wool. We're starting with wool. We're going to succeed there first, but we already have in our future roadmap multiple applications in that that fibre space. Yeah, interesting. And so, Danielle, there's lots of really cool problems to to solve and, and it's exciting to hear about the potential to broaden it out. Zondi and where you're at with the whole journey, um, what is it that you need to, to actually realize some of these things you know you got the the big sheep weight list and you got all these other kind of things what what needs to happen for you to start kind of scaling this 
Yeah. So um, the first thing I'd say is if you know any sheep farmers, um, just let them know about Zondi and they can go on our um, website and find our wait list and join up. We're growing it every day. And then secondly, you know, we have lots of conversations currently with investors and we have gained investment to date and we're growing exponentially. And so we're talking to more investors currently. So yeah, in that space, if anyone, you know, is interested in Zondi, then yeah, very exciting. It's interesting hearing that journey too, like traditionally from the food and the health side and then moving across into deeper into the agricultural space, listening to farmers and getting that engagement early on. So I think that's a really important element with getting those stakeholders involved, pulling all this together. And it must be an inspiring vision for you about the list of things that are possible and can be done. But what, what what's on the priority list for you, Danielle, over the next 6, 12, 24 yeah, so we've got focus on wool right now. We want to just get that absolutely amazing for the farmers and something that actually makes a difference for them. And then in the background, we've already been running a whole heap of food-related trials and products. And so in the next you know, 24 months, I want to see that app out there for customers and buyers of produce so that they can validate that produce, authenticate it, even you know, find out where it was grown, which is really exciting in that traceability space. Lots of cool opportunities there. Well, look, Danielle, we'll put the details for Zondi in the show notes of this episode for people to check out and get in touch if they're keen to learn more or know of those that might be interested. Danielle, appreciate your time. Thank you so much. Thank you, Peter. Thanks for listening to Talking Ag Tech. For more content and community about technology and agriculture, visit talkingagtech.com.